Welcome to Teal Talk, where we talk about the San Jose Sharks and what's going on around the National Hockey League. Today is the day. I am talking to some Boston fans. Well, actually just Boston fan. But before we touch base all that, just a reminder also that next Friday, January 13th, I'm doing my first live stream and interview with an Oilers fan. Make sure to follow us on YouTube so you can watch. YouTube.com slash at Teal Talk. Man, the Sharks were cheated, you guys. The Sharks were cheated. I'm not very mad at this. It's a little irritating because of the black and whiteness or lack of black and white with offside calls which we'll touch base on all this later they they need to make it more clear and i'll i'll give my two cents after we reach that point it was an okay game by the sharks it wasn't too crazy barbanov does open up the scoring with i think it was like 18 seconds into the game he kind of made like a he was trying to go from backhand to forehand on stolars but he mishandled the puck. Storlar has got a small piece of it. Bounced out in front of him. And Nieto gets just the tiniest little piece of the bouncing puck. And it ends up going in. So good good to open up the scoring early. Uh, the 14-10 mark. Sharks get a two-on-one breakaway with Barabanov and Couture. But no goal. 13-57 mark. Carlson gets another goal and extends another as in like, you know, collectively, not another. He didn't score the first one, but he extends his point streak to 14 games. Tying for defensemen like people like Bobby Orr. I forgot who his first first place was at like 17 games or something like that, but he extends his streak to 14. 1346 mark. Uh, fight breaks out between Gadjevich and Carrick. They fought each other in every game so far this year. So, uh, a good game. Uh, kind of like a w- sorry, good game. A good fight. Kind of a slow fight. Nothing too crazy happening. No crazy punches landed. We do have to go to the PK. Sorry, back it up. Zegers does get a goal at the thirteen twenty two mark. Nothing too crazy. He just handles his business. He gets in there and gets his goal like Zegers does. 12.51 mark, Hurdle gets called for roughing. Kind of a stupid call. It's a Vitrano just kind of came in super hard at Hurdle, and Hurdle kind of retaliated and gave it back to him. But because of the retaliation from Hurdle, it, Hurdle got called for it. We do have to go to the PK again at 9.23. Megna gets a high-sticking call from Smestrikov, and it draws blood, so it does turn into a double minor. So we have to kill off a four-minute power play, which we did, kind (laughs) of. It goes to four-on-four with uh, about a minute 54 left in the power play because Terry gets called for interference on Ferraro. And with 23 seconds left in the four-on-four, Ducks get a goal. With 23 seconds left on the four-on-four, forget who it was off the top of my head, but I know it was a tying goal. It's unfortunate, but it sucks. So we get a power play at the 515 mark. Carrick gets called for high sticking on hurdle this time. So period ends two on two. Shots on goal 13 to 10. San Jose hits. Five to four. San Jose face off. 
37-63, Anaheim. Anaheim was really good in the faceoff circle against us. Likes and dislikes. Stolarz is allowing a lot of rebounds, so it's good for us. A lot of kind of fighting and pushing, you know, the... God, I've, I, I keep slipping the word constantly. I was even talking to the wife, and the, the words kept slipping. But, the, God, the division matchup, rivalry, there you go. Wow. You know, with the division rivalry, you know, there's a lot of fighting and pushing going back and forth. Faceoff was terrible for us. Power play wasn't happening, and we had some problem handling the puck. Second period, boring, boring, boring period. It was so boring. First 10 minutes, nothing happened. We do get a goal finally at the 942 mark. Timo gets a goal number 22. Sharks did a really good job of keeping the puck in the zone. LeBanc uh, helps keeping it in. Then he sends it to the net, and Timo just gets a small piece of it and ends up getting redirected into the net. Uh, for the longest time, it was saying it was LeBanc's goal, but I, I knew it was going to go to Timo. But you know, they, they kind of have to just make a quick call on the ice. Unfortunately, McTavish gets an extremely lucky goal. I hate these goals, but it's it's uh, it's a rule. It happens, and you just got to live with it, and time goes on. 6.54 mark, a Ducks player goes to send the puck around the boards, and it just catches an edge, and it ends up coming out in front of the net, and Kakinen was already behind the net to play the puck. So it bounced out in front of the net. Kakinen almost got back in time to stop the puck from going in but unfortunately mctavish was there and uh he got the goal unfortunately and this is what uh this is what tied the game at that three and three but shortly later <laughs> 14 seconds later we get it back lebank sends a one-timer it said it was lebank's goal but i knew it was timo's LeBanc sends a one-timer towards the net, and Timo again just gets the tiniest little piece from it, and it goes in. So we end the period four to three. Shots on goal thirty-four to eighteen. San Jose. We broke thirty goal, thirty shots on goal by the end of the second period. That's what I'm talking about. Hits fifteen to thirteen. San Jose, and our faceoff was still absolutely atrocious. Sixty-two to thirty-eight. Anaheim. We did a really good job keeping the puck in the zone. You know, lots of pucks at the net, which is really good. We were a little bit more aggressive with this puck, and Solars is still allowing a lot of rebounds. Uh, third period was almost just as boring. Uh, only three shots on goal in the first 10 minutes, so I don't know what happened there. McTavish does get the tying goal, and it's like Vlasic, Vlasic gives it over in the defensive zone, our zone, and uh, Ducks player intercepts it, sends it over to McTavish, and McTavish ends up getting the goal because of a slightly screened cackling from a Sharks player. We do coaches challenge on this because of offsides, and it was eventually deemed offsides, which this is kind of BS NHL. The, the, he was clearly offsides. I went back and I read the goal, and I read the rule, and it the puck must enter the zone before the player does, unless he has full control over the puck. But it wasn't the puck handler who was offsides. It was a different Sharks player down on the blue line from multiple angles. A couple of the angles, you couldn't see it. It was obstructed, but there's the overhead angle, and you can clearly see that it was offsides, but yet they deemed it onsides because get this, the quote-unquote offsides player, his skate 
was not on the ice. It was up in the air because he was trying to... I kind of sidestepped a little bit to avoid a colliding with the Sharks player, but then he brought it back. But the puck was already in the zone when his leg was up in the air. And it, it talks about once the skate breaks the plane, so the, it doesn't necessarily need to be on the ice. It's once the skate breaks the plane. And the other thing was that they were trying to say was the puck handler was not touching the puck. What the... What the fuck does that mean? Sorry for the swearing, but what the hell does that mean? Anytime a, a player touches the puck, it's literally for a fraction of a second when they're deking back and forth. It's pretty self-damn explanatory. The puck must enter the zone before any of the players do. The only time it would be okay to enter the zone without the puck entering first is if you have the puck handler has full control over the puck not like this one touch crap so you know that you know mcdavid going into the zone backwards like that i would consider that on sides mcdavid had full control over the puck but in this instance you know putting aside this this putting aside you know it was against the sharks i don't i don't care about that i care about the consistency of the rule and it's the, this wasn't an important game Unfortunately, the Sharks are not good this year, nor are the Ducks, so it's not like it mattered who won this game. But I the, I could not find anywhere to back what the rule, I forget his name, the guy who, the rule book analysis guy, to back what he was trying to say. I read the rules over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's pretty self-freaking-clear. If you break the plane, you are offsides. If you go in before the puck, you are offsides. The only time you are not offsides is if you have full control over the puck as the puck handler and you go into the zone backwards or kind of, you know, sideways. As long as you have full control over the puck. What's going to piss me off is I know this is going to go the other way against the Sharks sometime later in the future. I, I know it. It's going to happen because it's what it always seems to happen. But... Sorry, NHL and linesmen, you screwed this one up. Situation room, you screwed this one up. You know, if I'm if I'm wrong, if somebody else has another point that I don't understand, you know, help me understand. I'm more than willing to, you know, change my mind on something like this if I can be quote unquote proven wrong. But it's it was pretty damn offsides. It was pretty damn clear offside. So it's kind of BS. So unfortunately. The Sharks can't catch a break against the Ducks. The Ducks do end up tying it, and it goes into overtime. And Sharks do lose it in OT from Klingberg, making it 5-4. to four. Sucks. You know, we kind of got cheated. They got one lucky goal because of a bad bounce on the puck, and then they get lucky with a crappy linesman call, crappy situation room call. Is what it is. You know, like I said, it's not a not a crazy important game. I'm not mad that we lost because, you know, unfortunately, we're not a 500 team. I thought we had the – I'll, I'll, I'll take ownership of it. I thought we were going to be at least almost a 500 team this year, but, we, man, we are struggling. It's almost like they're trying to tank it for Bedard this year. <laughs> I would love Bedard, man, but I was listening to somebody else. Everyone's – they're confident that they're going to Arizona, but the thing is with the lottery, there's no way of knowing. The chances of Arizona and the Ducks and Chicago are a lot high, are higher than the Sharks, but not much. But Sharks still got a chance. 
I don't know exactly what the percentages are. You know, we'll talk about the lottery when the time comes up. I believe it's in May, if I remember correctly. May like 23rd or something like that. I'll I'll double check for that and yeah, I'll do an episode on it when the time comes. But overall likes and dislikes, you know, we kind of had a slow start. Kakanen was, you know, pretty good in the net. He seemed a little sluggish, but he wasn't allowing rebounds like uh, Stolarz was. And our faceoff was absolutely atrocious today. It was absolutely horrible. In the game, we were 38% in the faceoff. Hits, we had 21, but we had 41 shots on goal. Good job, Sharks. 41 shots on goal. I like to see that. Putting pucks towards the net is how you score goals, all right? And these goaltenders are good, so get somebody in there to make those tips and those redirects. Uh, player stats, now LeBanc got two assists, Timo got two goals, Carlson only played 20 minutes, so his time's going down. You know, Kakanen has a save percentage of 8-2-8, and Carlson extends his streak. Sharks are now 12-20-8, and we got a hard, 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 hard game today. We are playing Boston today, and I'm going to be chatting with my buddy, who's the Boston fan. I'll be interviewing him later today. And it's going to be a hard game for the Sharks. It's um, like I said, it's a National Hockey League. Anything could happen. It could. It's quote unquote an un, a winnable game, as I always like to say. But it is going to be a hard, winnable game. So remember, you know, make sure to listen to the next episode. It's going to be out later today. There's going to be two: the pregame and the postgame, obviously. And it's uh, it's going to be fun. You know, I like chatting hockey with people. And once again, you know, if you're a Sharks fan or if you're a hockey fan and you're just trying to get on the show, you know, jibber jabber for a little while hit me up let me know email me you know send me a message on instagram or something i'm more than happy to talk hockey i love hockey man hockey is my sport i don't watch any other sport anymore so and i'm a martial artist and i don't watch any type of mma or anything like that it's purely hockey man it is purely hockey all right love y'all talk to you later see ya as always, thanks for listening. As a reminder, take a friend to a hockey game sometime. Try to get people more into hockey and expand not just the Sharks fan base, but the National Hockey League fan base. Hit me up at tealtalksjs at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at sjtealtalk. Till next time, see ya.